Hey up guys, uh, first time, first time uh, caller here. I haven't been listening for long, I've only been listening for about a week now, started from the beginning of your podcasts on the archives. Can I just say, Lance and Dee, you both, wow, what a combo. What an absolute combo. You both vibe off each other so well. I just really hope in the future you don't get rid of either of yours and fucking replace him for some paedophile glasses-wearing fucking feather-playing cunt. Love you. Bye. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast because it's a very good It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful podcast. It's a miraculous podcast. It's like the best podcast in the whole wide, wide, wide world. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, E. Simon. Hail Harrison. Or Heil Harrison. Heil Harrison. That's right. Yeah. Harrison, uh, did you see some of the uh, the problems with our RSS feed this week? Yeah, there were problems with it. Oh, and, my uh, God. It wasn't working. It was tragic. Yeah. Um, so people uh, didn't mean to uh, uh, delay your sick and wrong fix. Because I know some people, there were a lot of really upset people. Were a lot there? of rankled, <laughs> rankled people. Yeah, I was getting like all these. It's funny too because there are reasons I don't go on Facebook anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, you're lucky. Mm. But the the thing is, it's like a lot of this is beyond mm. my control. People, mm. I just do. You know, I know what to, mm. I know how to update the feed. Mm. I post it on fucking WordPress. If it doesn't work, then there's a problem with the with the fucking site. Yeah. And so anyway, I contacted the guys mm. who built our site, and uh, yeah, there's like some caching issue with ERS. I don't fucking know. Mm. I don't understand that stuff. I try. Mm. I was like, you know, calling up our, our uh, hostess, HostGator. And I'm mm. like, you can call those guys and you get a different uh, tech dude to help you out. And they're all just so nerdy, those yeah. dudes. But they know a lot about the internet. So I'm like asking them to try to show me and I'm, I'm just mm. like a fucking idiot. I'm mm. like a full-on rotundo when it comes to that stuff. Okay. Like, do you know how, do you know how to do that stuff? I mean, I used to, but like, because I used to just, I've made my own websites for yeah, my various projects. Yeah, but did you build projects. an RSS feed? No, I've never done yeah, that. That's, that's I don't the know part anything that. about that. The websites, I'm, I'm yeah. okay with designing the website mm. and building. I mean, I, I, you know, our yeah. current website, I design yeah. most of that. That's fine. And I don't mind doing WordPress mm. and updating that. But RSS and XML. I know how to write CSS. That's, that's all XML yeah. and yeah. how that shit works, mm. it's a fucking enigma mm. to me. I don't know. But anyway, I think we got it sorted out because mm. um, it, it did eventually mm. update. But people, if you don't get the show immediately, just go, this is a funny mm. thing too because I, like I posted on the, on the Facebook page. I'm like, just go to sickerongpodcast.com. Like if you didn't get it in your iTunes player, your podcast player, wouldn't you just go to the site? Yes. That's like that, or I that, go to SoundCloud or something. Or SoundCloud. But like yeah. my first instinct would be go to the site. Yeah. People are like, I don't even know if people know we have a website. <laughs> like they don't, I think they just think we live in iTunes. What's a website? A website. What, mm. what do you mean website? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm like, go to sickerwrongpodcast.com. Mm. There, there's a site you can, yeah. or the, you know, that's there's a site that hosts but all I of our podcasts. But don't download on my phone. <laughs> you can mm. fucking download it from there, or you go can. to fucking SoundCloud, yeah. or people on Patreon. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna post. Mm. It's a good idea to post the episode on Patreon too. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. So I'm going to do that too. So anyway, there are alternatives to your mm. fucking podcast player. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying about that. But I'm thinking this week it'll be cool. Mm. Anyway, you know what it is? You know what? I was thinking about this. Mm. We kind of have like, we're kind of like cult leaders in a sense. Oh, yeah, except nobody listens to us and they all just demean us constantly. Yeah, but there's a lot of cults that have like a small following of, well, I guess, yeah. I guess we're charismatic, but we don't have uh, listeners that adore us. I don't think anybody ever told Jim Jones he was wearing pedophile glasses. <laughs> all right. He did. And if they did, he'd have glasses. to spend, if they, somebody did say that to him, they'd have to spend the night in the snake hut. All right. You know, I think part of the problem is they don't fear us. No, they don't. They, they have no fear. Yeah. They have no fear of oh, us. And I, I, think, I think that's the biggest issue. Right. You know, um, maybe that's what we need to do. Put the, the fear of Satan in our listening audience. Right. <laughs> then there could be a cult. But mm. I kind of feel like it, it's sort of cult-like because you got this like small group of people. Uh, they look to us for like whatever our, our fucking sick and wrong ideology that goes out. And you know then that's what and, and if they don't have it then their fucking world is shattered. That's right. You know I, I had people that were like emailing me just mm. as if like they can't continue this week because our show didn't come out. <laughs> like people were freaking out about yeah. it and I was like does it really matter that much that's to you? That's how I met Schlitzy. Yeah, he's because he, he was, was freaking one of those out. People. He was freaking out one night cuz and you know he's like I'm on LSD and in the basement and I can't I don't know, masturbate onto a pool float because uh, sick and wrong as it comes out. You get to hear D. Simon's voice. Yeah, yeah. His so. nasally voice. Yeah. Um, you know, Schlitzy could be our, like, uh, fucking lieutenant or something. Yeah. Don't you think? He's, yeah, he like, could. practically a mascot anyway. Yeah, we could crack, get him to crack some skulls. Yeah, he would be, like, um, I think he would go out and recruit the women for us. Yeah. and Or maybe kidnap them. And then run over yeah. our enemies with his hatchback or whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm sure. So, mm. anyway, I was thinking about that. And then I was, I was thinking also about why do you think Los Angeles is such a haven for cults? Why are there so many? Are, are there more cults in this city than any other city in the U.S.? There used to be. I don't know. I don't think there still are. There still are. There's some fucking Scientology. And the okay, one we're okay. about to talk about today. Uh, I think that's actually based in upstate New York. I thought that I was, but I think all the celebrities that are from it, most of them are recruited from L.A. Yeah, because celebrities work in L.A., but the cult but, is based out of upstate New York. And upstate New York is the burnt over zone, which is what they called it in the 19th century because it was such a haven of cult like it's where mormonism started it's where like oh, yeah, all mormonism these started there, like in the finger lakes region near rochester in upstate new york there were so many weird religious fucking cults and organizations that they called it the burnt over zone in the, the 19th burnt century over zone. what yeah. about now are there as many uh no not as many now uh, now i don't know where it is but in the 60s and 70s it was here for sure yeah here i mean oh, for sure. well here you had what yeah. manson family yeah yeah, yeah. uh the source Family, yeah. what children was that guy? God, father Yod. Yeah, yeah, Father Yod. The Father Yod, uh, that guy. The children, children of God. God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, we should almost end the show with And the then father there were a lot Yod of like song. lesser ones. There was one near the Manson family called like the Fountain of Paradise or something that was like right in Chatsworth near the oh, Manson family. Yeah, yeah, family. that was. A, what about yeah. the, the People's Temple? Was this, that was yep. a Jim Jones. They had yeah. that whole thing there. And then here. the Sun. Uh, oh. Temple or whatever. The Sun. Uh, sun Temple, was it? It was out in the desert. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Castaneda. What did that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We we covered him with the the desert witches. Yeah, 
Uh, that was another cult. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, yeah, you're, you're right. I think it was like 60s, 70s. The Sun Lodge. The Sun called. Lodge was yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, So, But yeah. It's, it's weird. I was thinking like, why LA though? I, I think part of it, I think part of it is like a lot of people, like I was even reading that at the, at the turn of the 20th century, doctors prescribed moving to Los Angeles as a cure for people with chronic ailments. The Solar Lodge is what it's called. Um, it's because there, there's a, people come here to get reborn. They come here to change their lives. They come here to die. Yeah, I think so. Um, in the, the, what is that book called? The Day of the Griffiths or the fucking whatever. Day of the Locusts. Day of the Locusts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He describes a certain amount of people who are people who come to California to die. Well, do they come here to die or do they just try to change their lives? Like they change the way they see everything. I would say there's I... no difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly came here to die. But like, um, you know, people... There's, there's like, because people come here and they're, 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 people are more open. People are more woo-woo here, right? So they're more open to nonsense. Yeah, open to like, uh, you know, like yeah. new agey yeah, type Yeah, like of, in uh, a way that in New York you couldn't do it because people are too, like, street they're smart. too practical. And, yeah, yeah, they're too York. practical. I think that's part yeah. of it. But here it's like, this area also <clears throat> gets a lot, I don't want to say they're grifters, but you get like healers, spiritual yeah. healers. Yeah. I mean, because I lived in New York for 13 years. When I moved here... People are like, oh, let's go on a hike. And I'm like, what's a hike? <laughs> you know? Because it's like, I exercise in New York, but it would be like, okay, I'm out of work. Uh, I got I have 45 Park. minutes to run, to go on a, like a 5K run, and then I got to go to the bar, you know? And that's, it was like, everything was very scheduled. There's yeah. no the hikes. What is a hike? Where like here, hike? it's like it's. Yeah. We just take a day off for a little bit of yoga. Yeah. Go eat some vegan food. Yeah. And then go on a hike through Griffith Park mm-hmm. or Runyon Canyon or something. Yes. I think here people are just more impressionable. That's right. And and I think they're more That's susceptible correct. to these charlatans, to these healers who are mm. offering them you know, another chance, mm. a way to change their lives. And I think that that's the thing. There there are various key elements necessary in building a cult. One is a, an alternative ideology. Yeah. You have to have that. Um, you know, which is like a better new way of living. You need devoted followers. So we have those two. You know, we got our misanthropic message. Yep. Got some devoted followers. Yeah. Um, those are people who are willing to give up their previous life for the cause. I think Schlitzy is the only one. I mean, I think, that, <laughs> I think the time I would stop doing the show is if, is, is if there became like a year where I didn't get a death threat. I would stop doing the show because <laughs> I feel like getting death threats is like it. it it's like you're still alive. You know, you're still alive. You. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really it, rejuvenates it makes you. You appreciate life. Uh-huh. And I think the the most important thing of a cult though is that's a right. charismatic leader mm-hmm. whose belief system goes unchecked. Sure. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's why you have like a Manson. That's why you have Father Yod. Mm. Um, you know, Jim Jones, obviously. Fucking uh, what's his name from the Church of Scientology? What's that guy's name? Dave Miskevich. Miss Cabbage, yeah, yeah, that guy. Mm. Um, but that's the thing is like you need, you need this like direct mm. spiritual experience that a cult offers. Mm. And so I've been kind of closely following that Nixium trial that's going on now. Yes, that guy's got mm. all the elements of like a charismatic cult leader. Oh yeah, you know that yeah. dude uh, was Keith Rainier, and we we talked about I think we talked about Nixium when it first happened when it like first was exposed. Is that like a year ago probably? 
Yeah, and, yeah. And Allison Mack from Allison Smallville. Ma- Allison Mack and uh, the chick who played Callie on Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, she was she yep. was involved in oh, it too. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. I love them. But th- but that's the thing now. Yeah. There's a, a lot of lurid details coming mm-hmm. out with this trial. And like we have this uh, recording when he's kind of going into detail talking about like the branding sessions and all that that we're going to play in a minute. But I've been just like riveted by this stuff. I've been following, I don't know how close you've been following, but it's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. So this guy, just a, a little recap here on uh, Nixium. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's how you say it. It's kind of weird. N X I V M is the way it's spelled, but it's you, you pronounce it Nixium. Right. Um, so. Nixium was formerly known as Executive Success Programs. It's the brainchild of Keith Rainier, um, who was actually recently arrested in Mexico on uh, sex trafficking charges. Hmm. And that's what he's uh, being uh, tried for right now. Sure. But I mean, it's, it's a total pyramid scheme. Yeah. And not to mention, you know, he uh, obviously sex trafficked these women. But he's been accused of creating, it's called DOS, hmm. Domus Obsequious Sororium. Is, uh, is what it stands for. Yeah. And it's a sorority in which female masters recruited slaves who were reportedly branded with his initials. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're considered Rainier's sex slaves. And if you're in a cult, that's mm. kind of what you hit. That's par for the course. Yeah, you got to do it. I mean, wouldn't you do it? Well, yeah, but you don't necessarily have to brand motherfuckers. I mean, the branding, I think, is a little bit branding extreme. Branding is a that's, bit much. Yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah. I don't know why you need to do no, that. No, you don't need to do that. Maybe a little tattoo yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, participated in horrifying acts of branding and burning Wait. them with the mm. cooperation of other women who was like mm. operating within this uh, unorthodox pyramid oh, yeah. scheme. I and that's it. that's the thing. Allison Mack was like his main lieutenant. Oh yeah, and she went out and recruited a lot of like. And that's what blows my mind is the people who were drawn into this one. Apparently, she also like recruited the, the other chick on Smallville. Who was in it for a while and then and left. And then she got out? Yeah. Is that the one that the, the, the mother... Chick. Is that the mother got her out? There's a, a, a some woman... No, that's... Like, that's she um, wrote a book about it recently. That's the heir. They're like heiresses oh, the heiress, that's, something. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I forget. And they were also... At, they also Bromfman. At, Bromfman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Seagram's yeah. heir. Yeah, they're like... Yeah, they're the ones... So, it's like buildings at NYU named after them. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, they're mm. ridiculously wealthy, yeah. obscenely wealthy. So investigators said that Rainier mm. preferred exceptionally thin women. So mm. slaves had to stick to very low-calorie diets and document mm. all the food that they ate. As punishment for not following orders, women were forced to attend classes where, mm. where they had to wear fake cow udders over their breasts <laughs> while people called them derogatory names. You know, honestly, I think that's a bit inspirational. I think that could help people. I don't like these milk, these milk, this milking fetish. You ever see these? Who cows? No. Who cows? Do do women have to like wear? No, it's something I come across on like, like, you know, looking for bondage videos. It like cross pollinates or something. And I'll be like, ah, where it's like bondage, but it involves like milking women. Like actual like lactating women, yeah, Ugh. milk or you know, yeah. I don't I don't understand that fetish. Yeah, I don't. It's either. weird. Yeah, that's it's a weird, weird one. Yeah. I don't like it. Do you do they actually like drink the milk? I don't. I don't know. I never oh. go that far because I don't want to. You know, God, it's something I accidentally gross. stumble across. I mean, so. I'm sure some people have a fetish for that. That's gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I so, drink it. <laughs> you you know? try? I, you know, I'd probably. I'm, try I was it. never breastfed as a child. I might as well try it now. You know, I mean, Jesus Christ. 
I had a, I remember this uh, stripper thought it was funny to squirt me in the face with breast milk. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking gross. It is funny. No, it wasn't I funny. funny. I was disgusted. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Mm. Yeah, she would do it to like people that didn't tip her on stage, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, long before Rainier was arrested, before his ex-followers uh, you know, did, did followed these branding rituals, he was a sketchy executive coach hawking his courses to an impressive li- list of people. And that, that's what's crazy. 3,700 people took his executive success programs. And it was kind of like right. a word of mouth thing that went out. I mean, people, uh, this guy here, the son of former, uh, of uh, Emiliano Salinas, who's the son of the former president of Mexico, he called his courses a practical MBA. Right. Yeah, so people would actually go there because it was like, instead of getting, go, going and, and you know, having to go to a school and earn an MBA, this was like a practical MBA. This See, is what he sold these people. You get an MBA, but it means nothing to anyone <laughs> other than you. I, I don't. I just don't understand. You it's know. like Tony Robbins. The same thing. It's like, mm. what? What do you think these courses are going to mean mm. on your resume? That you graduated from executive success program? It's like rich persons DeVry. You know, it makes yeah. no sense. Eh, but, you could put anything on a resume. It looks like something. You know. Well, listen. Mm. This, Sheila Johnson, co-founder mm. of BET, she attended it. Uh, this guy Antonio Novella, uh, former U.S. Surgeon General, mm. uh, Stephen Cooper. CEO of Enron. What's that thing upstate, like a little bit upstate that everybody goes to that's like, like Don Draper went there in the last season of Mad Men. And it's oh, like, like that retreat. That yeah, that retreat. retreat. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. that exists anymore. No, it does, does actually. It? I Still? looked into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget. And it's like a, a like a wellness retreat. Yeah, it's called like, like, it's not Est, it's like something or other. But is it in yeah. a Marin? Assailin, assailin, that's what it is. E S A L E N. Yeah. Is it the same kind of deal though? Is it, yeah. Or is that more like a spiritual healing kind of thing? It's place? more like spiritual, but it's like very expensive and it's like, you know, something the co founder of BET would go to. You know, it's like, it's rich people in California. It's in Big Sur, you know? The Big Sur. And they have all these is, workshops yeah. and it's like a thing, you know? I mean, maybe it's like, I mean, that's the thing. These people yeah. want some kind of like you know meaning deve- yeah meaning yeah. in in their lives so maybe yeah. that's what they do but but i mean this guy my house is so big i just need some meaning <laughs> this guy was meaning. able to attract some money though mm. i mean he had the seagram yeah. fortunes edgar bronfen senior and two yep. of his daughters who spent a shitload of money yeah. for nixium like I was, I was reading here this report mm. that uh the bronfen's the bronfen mm. sisters financial backing mm. of uh rainier According to legal filings, this is all coming out now in the trial. In the last six years, $150 million was taken out of the Bronfman's Trust and given to this guy, including $66 million. Wait, how much? $150 million. Get the funk out of city, Yeah, that's town. how great, the, that's how like slick this that's guy is. That's crazy. How effective of a cult leader he is. You know how much shit at NYU was named after those motherfuckers? A lot of shit. <laughs> you know, they were yeah. also, the daughter and the mother starred in uh, several Lifetime movies together. Oh, really? Yeah. From, I didn't even know that. One of which they got tied up together. I, I just can't just, believe there wasn't some I heard kind of from alert a friend. System. I heard from a friend there's one where they get tied up they together. They get tied up. <laughs> the Bromfmans? The, yeah, the, the, the daughter and the mother. The daughter who was in the cult and her mother. Them? Yes. I'd, uh, I'd have to look them up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, should. That's right. See, maybe put a picture up there. All right. This is Harrison's personal collection. Mm. Uh, but So of that 150, 66 oh, yeah. million was used to cover yeah. his failed bets in the commodities market, 30 million to buy real estate in LA mm-hmm. and uh, around Albany, Oh yeah. 11 mil for a 22-seat 
Canada Air CL600 jet and more just to support all the lawsuits he was getting from people. Well, yeah. Sure. He also even uh, somehow was connected to Richard Branson. Okay. And uh, scheduled a Nixium course on a Caribbean island that Branson owns. Hmm. And Branson was like, immediately, Virgin Management was just like, Branson's never heard of Keith Rainier. Yeah. He's never met him. There's yeah. no association at all. And the island was uh, actually hired by Sarah Bronfman. Yeah. And that's who he thought he was hiring to. Uh, Th- those are like people that are so obscenely wealthy. Yeah. Like they all kind of hang out. Like, do you yeah. even think like the Trumps are even in that caliber of wealth? I mean, I know Trump would like to think so. Um, but like, do you think Ivanka is invited to, well, maybe now because the president's daughter, but like before he was president, do you think they actually would hanging out with the Bronfmans? I do. Were they then? I feel like all New York wealthy people go to the same things. Yeah. Yeah, they probably do. I mean, hell, even Donovan's daughter was like a socialite. Oh, she Donovan's daughter? Yeah. Wow. Um, Roger Stone was Mm. employed by Nixium. Oh. Roger Stone, Mr. Mm. Mr. Nixon Fingers himself. Right. Um, Apparently, he had funneled 20 grand uh, through Nixium to the state GOP. Um, Thank you. Yeah, to the, to the state GOP, he had actually funneled 20 grand from Nixium as a donation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just bizarre. Richard Mays... Imagine if I had a sexy move called the Nixon Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Would you like tweak two girls' nipples I think or so, something? yeah. No, I'd like, I'd like finger one girl while tweaking another's nipples. Oh, that's, that's like, pretty good, yeah. yeah. I am not a crook. Yeah. So, um... But then this is the this is the other thing, and this is why this is cult so successful. Yeah. You need actresses. You need that Hollywood element. That's right. I mean, Manson had it. You know, mm. um, yeah, like uh, the, the, that's what you need. The Source family had it. You two ladies won't have Richard Nixon to kick around anymore. <laughs> well, Children of God mm. had what, like River Phoenix and Joaquin Phoenix sure. were part of that, and Rose McGowan. Yeah, Rose McGowan, she sure. was part of it. Absolutely. So this is who Nixium got. Yeah, they got Linda right. Evans. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Klein, Allison sure. Mack, of course, yep. and uh, was it Kristen Kruk and Grace Park, who's known for her roles on Battlestar? Grace Park too. Yeah, no Grace shit. Park. Wow. Y five O. Yeah. Huh. And they, these were all these actresses that, and Allison Mack was kind of like the leader. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she went out and recruited these women. Mm. You know, brought them back. Yeah. Uh, so for the past six weeks, Rainier stood trial in New York. Uh, accused of creating an alleged sex cult disguised as a women's empowerment group. Yeah. That's what he was going for here. Um, he's facing multiple charges, including racketeering, sex trafficking, sexual exploitation of a child, and human trafficking. Oh, no. And he pled not guilty to all charges. Mm. As defense attorneys argued, his relationships with Nixium followers was completely consensual. None of this was forced. There right. was no trafficking. Okay. And he's been in federal custody in Brooklyn since he mm. tried to escape it to Mexico last year. And let me tell you, that Brooklyn fucking federal prison, man, that is chicken. That is, oof, that's the rough, Brooklyn, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a rough place. I used to live like literally a block away from that place, and it is rough business. I'm, I'm sure this guy is like segregated into like some rich guy's cell, don't you think? No, I don't. I think like he's probably in solitary. I don't think he's. In I think he's pop. probably in solitary, but it sucks. Like from what I hear, the conditions are really bad. It's infested with fucking vermin, and the air conditioning doesn't really work. And no female sex slaves. The heat doesn't really work. There's no female sex slaves. Yeah, it's like you know, no one like yeah. bringing him food. There's and- no hot and cold running ingenues. <laughs> you know, nothing like that. So. Uh, so- 
things are coming out right now about it. They had a former mm. Nixium member who was actually um, who was not part mm. of the DOS because the DOS is for women. But he said in court that people would pay for courses costing seventy five hundred dollars for sixteen days. So seventy five hundred bucks for sixteen days. And one of those sessions cleared his feelings of claustrophobia while stuck in traffic. <laughs> you should try this, wow. dude. This might cure. This might cure your agoraphobia. I feel like you should have feelings of claustrophobia while stuck in traffic. I mean, I do if every you day. Don't. Yeah, something might be up. I, I do every you know? day. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I mean, Jesus. Jesus the women bro. that Rainier uh, Rainier recruited for his inner circle saw him as their master, mm. and they uh, eventually came to view themselves as masters and recruited other women to be slaves. Now you are the masters. And this is what his attorney's arguing. Okay. His attorney here is arguing that Rainier created DOS as a way for women to have their own society where men would play no role. Right. But yet he sat at the top of the pyramid group. You know, he was at the top of it, top of the food chain here. Well, maybe he's genderqueer. You don't know. I guess that's true. You know? Because apparently that just means like, if you're a guy who doesn't like sports, well, I, you're gender queer now. <laughs> that's what that means. Wow, so we're both gender queer. That's right, man. That's correct. Yeah. Um, no, I think this guy was definitely banging these chicks. Uh, yeah, sure, totally. Uh, Lauren Salzman. What's the point? Yeah. What is the point? Lauren Salzman, who is a okay. former member of DOS, and she's been she's pled guilty mm. in court already to charge of racketeering and conspiracy. Mm. So you know she's trying to plea bargain here. Uh, she testifies she was a master and she had six female slaves of her own. She was told that the group would teach women to be a master of your own life. And while recruiting them, the masters would, mm. would uh, force them to give them collateral to encourage the recruits to keep information about DOS's For secret. Shit. Yeah. And so it's kind of like similar to Scientologists. It's kind of like when you're on the cans and you reveal personal details. Mm-hmm. Um, one woman here said that uh, she had to write a letter falsely confessing that she was a prostitute, and she had to write and she had to write this letter to her parents. Right. Um, several other women testified that they shared sexually explicit photos, granted access to their bank accounts, mm-hmm. and then also shared videos of damaging stories that would hurt their families. And that's what he used to kind of uh, extort these ladies. No. Yeah. And so uh, Allison Mack. And Rainier obviously, um, you know, worked together to kind of manage this whole cult. Yeah. And so there are a series of recordings that were being presented during the trial uh, where they got into, like, they kind of discussed in detail the whole branding process. All right. And so we, we got a clip of this, and it's, it's hilarious. Well, the part of the weird thing to me is the way they're just kind of matter of fact about it, you know? Yeah. This like plaintive tone to their voice where they're just kind of walking down the street and he's got, obviously has those headphones with like a microphone and they're just chit-chatting about like, so how are we going to brand these women? What's the ritual? <laughs> so we're going to make them, uh, you know, lay nude on a table like uh, as if we're going to sacrifice them and then brand my initials onto them. I mean, it's, it's kind of insane. No. But anyway, do you have that queued up? I do. All right, now, All right. now check this out. This is go. funny. Here's Allison Mack and Rainier. A little difficult, but... <clears throat> yeah, it keeps clearing his throat. The other thing is, you guys did it and you weren't completely nude because you had an outsider and a guy doing it or whatever. Do you think the person who's being branded should be completely nude and sort of held to the table like a... sort of almost like a sacrifice? 
Ooh. I don't know if that that's a feeling of submission. Harrison's totally you into know? this. So. Were they walking in a park or something? They're walking down uh, the street in New York, it sounds like. But also, of course, videoing it and videoing it uh, from different angles or whatever gives collateral. <laughs> ah! <laughs> nice. <clears throat> who is taping this? Or is this a phone call? No, it's like a recorded phone call. I don't know who's taping it. A more vulnerable position. Yeah, why would they record this? Retarded. Hang on the back. Because it's like literally... For legs spread straight, like being, feet being held to the side of the table. Hands probably above the head being held. Almost like tied down, like a sacrificial whatever. Naked. Yes. Men. And the person should ask to be branded. Okay. Should Is this your wet brand me? It would be an honor or something like that. And an honor I want to wear for the rest of my life. I don't know. It's mostly Allison Mack. It's mostly the fact that he's talking. He's it. he's dictating to I it. Because I I did. I, I won't lie. I watched that show for like six seasons. God knows why. It was the worst show. Did you ever fantasize own. about her naked on a table, just prostrate? Like there was kind open. of an episode where that actually happened <laughs> of the show. <laughs> to be fair, uh, you know. But uh, yeah, I had a crush on her. Sure. Was there a guy who kind of looks like a young Stephen King? Is it, <laughs> no, that's what he looks like. Keith Rainer kind of looks yeah. like a young. Do we have a picture of that? Picture of him? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw oh, it on. Right. He looks like a less rapey Stephen King, even though he's a more rapey. He's Stephen a more King. rapey. I know. Yeah, it's a I bit know. of a paradox there. It's, uh, yeah, it's a real thing. So, does this keep going? I'm looking at the. Right. I'm looking at the fucking deal. I'm looking. At, here we go. Wait, no. Oh my god, here he is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a picture of him so. and uh yeah he, he kind of looks like a i mean kind of also sort of looks like the dude that created doom you know that nerd oh yeah 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 <laughs> that sure nerdy guy right yeah, yeah it kind of looks like yeah. that i mean that's sort of yeah. what the dude was just right. kind of this nerdy like i make executive enrichment programs right but really he's a pervert that wants sex sex slaves does it uh, is that clip i think there's one more part on it that's kind of funny yeah right. yeah that's what he says and they should probably say that before they're held down so it doesn't seem like they're being coerced okay 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 she's so into this yeah she's oh man you know she's a dominant one I don't know those are just thoughts I think so those are the thoughts off the top of my head you've done it so you can go there easier and all of you have done it not just you so I'm not just speaking to you, although I am speaking to you. I'm also speaking to the others through you. Okay. I think that's it for now. Do you have any thoughts? Oh, God. Um, Wait. I think one of the things that was so significant was uh, that Moni said to me. What? When, that Moni said to me when we were doing the thing was, uh, think of your master and your love for your master. Yeah. And feel the pain and... Link it to your master. The yeah. fuck? That's the part. I knew you were going to love that. Oh, my God. Think of your dude. master and link it to the pain. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you want to take a couple moments to compose yourself? 
That's this crazy. is like porn for Harrison. Jesus Christ, That's... Allison Mack, and the, the crazy—you yeah. know she, she—you you know she derives some satisfaction from this whole thing. Oh, yeah. But it's just crazy to me that this yeah. guy has that level mm-hmm. of charisma to be yes. able to dictate to these women. It's pretty bananas. I gotta say, it's, it's pretty it's bananas. Yeah, banana face. Yeah. Um. One of the so that woman Salzman, who actually mm. uh, Lauren Salzman, she actually was Brandon. She was part of the uh, the, the the you know she's one of the masters who had slaves. Oh, she yeah. was talking about the scene where uh, one of her slaves mm. were branded. She said the first to be branded writhed in pain, squealing, screaming, and it looked mm. horrendous. Scared all the other girls. Mm. Salzman said she and the other masters would paddle their slaves with leather belts, and Rainier would check mm. in to see how everything was going. So don't you think if you had a cult, paddling would be an integral part? Kind of has to be. I, uh, maybe. A little bit of paddling. That's a paddling. Seems, seems a bit on the nose. Um, I think I'd paddle people on the nose. <laughs> he mm. would call in. He just want to make mm. sure that they're flicking their wrists hard enough when they're paddling. Oh. Just checking in on that. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> students in Nixium classes were told that Rainier is one of the smartest men in the world. They yes. called him Vanguard. That's how they referred to him. Oh. Vanguard. It's a good title. Yeah, isn't that great? I like it. Some even believe that he could control the weather. He's like <laughs> Storm from the X-Men. Yeah. A former Nixian member here, yeah. identified only as Jay, said that uh, Allison Mack um, mm-hmm. testified that Allison Mack told her that she had to seduce Rainier and let him take a naked picture of her. Mack told her that it would get rid of all of your sexual abuse trauma. Mm. If like you got naked and then submitted to Rainier. Maybe you will. Who knows? Possibly. You know? Who am I to um, say? Another minor here who was only, uh, she, yeah, it was right before her 18th birthday. Uh, Rainier had a sexual kind, relationship with like her. Like a gold miner or like a coal yeah. miner? A young, uh, I think more of a coal miner here. Okay, all right. So Rainier was in his 40s. He had sex with this girl that was like 17, right before her 18th Ooh. birthday. Uh, mm. She also found out that Rainier was having sex with both of her sisters. And all three of them got pregnant by Rainier. Jesus And then uh, he had forced them all to get abortions. Oh yeah, my God, God, I know it's just it's just insane. Um, here's a, uh, a another another witness here. Um, the attorney uh, pressed a 31 year old actress from California as a member of the master slave group. Hmm. Uh, the his attorney, this is Rainier's attorney, was uh, uh, counter uh, examining her, and uh, he said uh, the woman testified that Rainier blindfolded her, instructed her to disrobe, and drove her to her home where he tied her to a table. And he asked her intimate questions as he watched her being violated by a stranger. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in this master slave group, the woman needed to provide collateral, as I mentioned before. Um, but they, yeah, even Allison Mack was the one that was like, she would decide what collateral that these women had to provide. Mm. Yeah, it's just fucking, the, the whole thing is insane. Jeez and crow. Yeah. Um, most of the women, uh, all of them had to have sex with Rainier. And yeah. it was, uh, and they're all, all the women were slaves for Mac, mm. but they, but Mac would kind of like, she was sort of like the, I guess like director of operations. Sure. So she would just kind okay. of coordinate them all to have sex with Rainier whenever, whenever he wanted to, whenever, whenever he was feeling the horn, yeah. he would have sex with them. Um, the witness said, the witness uh, said Rainier also told her repeatedly that she was prideful, defiant, and he needed to break her in order to rebuild her. Hmm. So then he, she said she needed permission from Mac to cut her hair, and so she cut her hair short. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they said that she had, to, she had to be willing to join something 
that could result in physical or psychological injury, pain, suffering, illness, and disfigurement. Hmm. And she had to be like a willing participant in it. And they like hmm. basically had them like sign their lives away to yeah. be a part of DOS. Um, finally here, this is the weird part about it though and the, the defense that this guy's taking. They're trying, he's trying to say that DOS had nothing to do with Nixium and he wasn't even involved with it. It was all Allison Mack. Hmm. So he's trying to pin the blame on her. Keith Rainier is? That's, that's their thing. Oh, no. He wrote that women who had been branded were now being shamed by a misogynistic strike. And he oh, added that shit. DOS had nothing to do with Nixium. He said it's autonomous, separate, and distinct from Nixium, Keith Rainier, and his associates. Adding that Rainier had little knowledge or any authority as to what happened there. The brands are of his initials and Allison Mack's initials. Exactly. Yeah. But he's claiming that it was all Allison Mack. Who masterminded the entire thing? Yeah, why would? Yeah, of course. He says that. Uh, in yeah. a separate letter to Nixium members, Rainier wrote, "I feel it's important to clarify the sorority is not part of Nixium, and I'm not associated at all with this group." Mm. Um, even though, uh, you know, there's already like you know Lauren Salzman, not to mention a bunch of other uh, witnesses who have testified here, said that the first line. Um, the plan of branding had to include mm. his initials, but also represented seven chakras or four elements called the bar alpha mu, mm. which is a combination of a mathematical symbol and two Greek letters. I think one of the pictures I sent is mm. uh, all the different brands. Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Did you already posted? I, I, but yeah, there's a picture of the chick works. from Battlestar Galactica. Right. And then like a number of all the brands. But apparently that's what it is, bar alpha mu. Four God. elements. Man, she was fine, that girl. Yeah. Callie. I, I don't remember the actress's name, but girl. Mm. And uh, he says, like, the monogram is right now is very directly related to my initials, but he wanted it to be more, to also represent, mm. like, the chakras as well. <laughs> it looks like he didn't get around to that yeah. part of it. <laughs> and he kept saying yeah. that it, he didn't want the women to feel like they're being coerced. Which is what he said in that recording, but yeah. that was a big thing. He didn't want them to be feel like they were vulnerable, that they're actually they wanted to submit fully to him, and they they're doing this to please him. Okay, so that's why. I mean, this is uh, yeah. I mean, this is all horrible. I just haven't had sex in nine months, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it is insane yeah. though to to be like, why the like why would anyone follow someone like this? Why would anyone follow the Source family? Why would anyone follow Manson? Well, the Source family sounds great. The Source family Except actually does towards the end where they're like, well, you can't kind of went a little, yeah. you can't drink. You start becoming a little too controlling But they were doing a lot end. of sex magic. And I don't know if you've ever experienced sex magic, but my God, it's great. Sex magic? Yeah. It's hmm. fantastic. We should, we should actually get some uh, I've practitioner on the show. I've by accident, and I didn't realize what it was until years later. And I was like, oh, that's what sex magic is. It's been, great. Do you know anyone that practices? We should get like a sex magic practitioner, like a uh, sex magic witch. Only like friends of friends, you know? Do you think um, you could get one to come on the show? No. Hmm. No. I wonder if, uh, what's his name from uh, West Memphis 3? Damien, do you think he does sex magic? I don't know. I didn't ask him that. I don't know. Probably yeah. does. If he wasn't talking about it on the show, he's probably maybe if he writes another book, he's probably like, shit. I got to do another book. Sex what's magic. What's it going to be about? You know, wasn't that a mm. uh, yeah? What's his name? Cool Keith. Didn't he have a sex man album called Sex Magic? Yeah, I don't think that's sex that. style. That is different. Okay, thing. yeah, I think that's different. <laughs> I bet yeah. you, Cool Keith does sex magic though. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, Father Yod though. We you know, can do we it by accident. It happens. We should end the show with a mm. Father Yod song. Mm. Wasn't there a song that... Uh, Yahweh 13? Yeah. All the songs are like 
15 minutes long. Oh, are they all really long? Most that of guy, them, yeah. it was crazy though. That yeah. dude had like a whole full on hippie band. Oh, they're great. Yeah. And I like them. I you know, think that's, they're good. That's actually a yeah. great documentary on Netflix, yeah. is that Source Family documentary. Actually, it's on Amazon now. Is that Amazon now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not uh-huh. looking out on that. Mm. But I guarantee you, after this whole Nixium thing is done, mm. you know this guy is going to be sent away for a long time. There's no way yes. he's getting off. And yeah. I, I think Allison mm. Mack, what I think is going to happen, mm. she's going to fold on him yeah. and plea, and then, but she's still going to go away for a while, too. The thing about sex magic is it's just a high you get. It's really just, it's mostly like a power high. It's like, like I remember the, the, one of the two times I ever got it, and this time I got it, I, I wasn't sober, but I had a few drinks or something. But it was like I was fucking this chick who was like just kind of bananas. And um, Banana town. And uh, usually it wasn't, I would say probably usually a lot of times it wasn't that fun. It was kind of stressful because at any moment she could be like, the shiny shoes, that's the man. And she'd freak out and like, you know, throw me out of the apartment for some random reason that had anything to do with me. But it was like one time we were just fucking and like the energy from her eyes literally escaped and went into my mind. And I was like, oh my God. I was wait, like, wait. Oh. I was how like, many, how much acid were you on? I was non, no, no LSD at no all. LSD yeah, yeah. Hmm. It was like, and that that's what sex magic is. It's like the energy, the human is energy. Is she like speaking in tongues while she's doing nope. it? Nothing? No. Wow. Yeah. It was just like, an, and, and later I realized, like I was reading Crowley and I was like, oh shit, that's what sex magic actually is. It's that experience. Huh. So, but I've never had that. There you go. Can you, can you get it while you're masturbating to a little sex magic? Apparently you can. You can? But I mean, I think it's mostly like about... out-of-body experience? I think it's mostly about human connection. Is it with a partner? You can get high from other people. I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's what uh, Rainier was trying to do. Now, it sounds to me that mm. he was just a dominant, you know, a dominant man just trying to force these slaves to... Mm. It was like a power thing for him. Yeah. You know, anyone that has slaves. But I mean, he's a, a classic cult leader. I think what's going to happen in a few years, probably, I guarantee there's going to be a lot of documentaries about this one. But it just, it kind of blows my mind that, that there still exists cults like this in this day and age. Don't you think by now people have wised up? They apparently have not. Like I said, I'd love to join a cult. <laughs> the right one? You should have got in on this it. one. Yeah, I should have. I am always finding out about it too late. And also, I don't have $7,500. For, for a course. Yeah, so <laughs> the fuck, guys? Come on. Bela's episode 691 here, Sick and Wrong. We have no. new stories coming up next. Uh, but first, yeah, let's do a little word about our uh, Patreon page. First, here's a fuckaroo. <laughs> do you need more Sick and Wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. So the first story here actually puts a close to a mysterious murder here. Um, one of the most probably infamous murders in the Mojave Desert recent. Uh, the, the McStay family, mm. who was found uh, buried in the middle of the desert. A man was finally convicted after 10 years of killing the family and burying their bodies in the Mojave. I think we did a... 
we did an episode a while ago talking about the number of bodies that are buried out there. Oh, yeah. And uh, th- that's the thing. That strip of desert between Vegas to, like, Victorville, mm-hmm. I mean, mobsters must have buried hundreds of corpses out there. Oh, yeah. And there's just nothing out there. Mm. I'm amazed that this guy uh, was ever even caught. I mean, I, it just happenstance that somebody found the skull of one of the family members. And that's and that's how this all came to be. But I mean, hmm. I mean, you bury someone deep enough out there, no one's ever going to find you. That's right. Yeah. So nearly a decade later, after the family was murdered, um, this happened in 2010. Uh, their bodies were found buried in shallow graves in the Mojave Desert, uh, but without a bloody crime scene. Exactly when when they died and where it still just remains a mystery. So no one, they were never able to actually solve the murder or 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 even convict a suspect here. And they had many suspects. They just couldn't convict anybody because there were just too many unknowns. Mm. Um, so, so a lot remained unknown about the murders of Joseph and Simon McStay and their two young boys. But recently, this past Friday, a jury concluded that uh, Charles Chase Merritt, a business partner whom they convicted of uh, bludgeoning the family of four to death before burying their bodies in the desert, um, they found him to be guilty of four counts of first-degree murder. So they actually finally... Uh, uh, convicted a suspect here, Charles Chase uh, Merritt. All right. uh, they reached a verdict on Friday morning after about a week of deliberating. Uh, Merritt, 62, sat at the defense table, staring ahead with his hands clasped in front of him. And when the clerk announced the outcome, he closed his eyes and inhaled slightly, <laughs> held his posture for several seconds, mm. and then dropped his head. Mm. It's a good response. Like, would you just be like, fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. So. Like, what would you? I think I like in Dead Presidents. I think I'd throw a chair at the judge. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's, what a, that's what's funny here. It's like seated next to I him. I fought for this country. Oh, I throw you. a chair at him. Seated yeah. beside him, his attorney mm. reached over and for mm. a moment set his hand on Merritt's arm. Mm. Would you be like, "Fuck you! You are worthless! You worthless piece of shit!" Nah, should have hired a Jewish lawyer. Yeah, that's what I should have done. You should have. Yeah. Um. Some of the audience shrieked, oh, God. People you can't were crying. blame somebody for not being Jewish. You know? Yeah, but I'd blame him for being a worthless I mean, attorney. You can, maybe, yeah. Um, it was an emotional end to more than nine years of tragedy in a case that drew national attention. It was a big deal, this McStay case, because, I mean, mm. it was just an unsolved crime for so many years. And it's like mm. a whole family. It's like, why is this family, you know, why was this family murdered? And they were unable to solve it until, mm. uh, you know, recently, obviously. But, I mean, there was a documentary, a book, and the whole trial, this whole five-month trial was being streamed live by a website uh, called Long Crime. So you could have watched the whole thing. Do they even do that? Is that normal now? To live stream a trial? No. Yeah, it's odd. I didn't yeah. think they could do that. I mean, they did that with OJ, you know? So, yeah, I guess they did. Mm. So they found Merritt responsible for multiple murders, which makes him eligible for the death penalty. So we'll find out next week if he actually does get that. Um, but a little, little uh, a history here on, on the, the family's disappearance. So it it baffled- also makes him eligible to win the Colorado lottery. Oh, yeah. Yep. You can when you're, uh-huh. uh, when you're mm. dead. Uh, so from the start, the family's disappearance baffled detectives, who initially believed that they left, like went out on their own, left to go to Mexico. Just like that. And so the homes showed signs of a swift departure. There were uneaten bowls of popcorn on the futon. There were vegetables just left out to rot. 
Uh, there are no signs of a struggle or forced entry. Hmm. So like, uh, they obviously weren't kidnapped. A check of the family's compu- computer revealed searches suggesting an international trip, including, hmm. quote, what documents do, children's need, do children need for traveling to Mexico? Hmm. It's kind of odd. So these are stupid detectives is what you're telling me. Well, it sounds like this, yeah. you know, the murderer obviously just yeah. kind of went in there and like yeah. planted all these, these clues here. Yeah. Um, San Diego County Sheriff's detectives, who aren't the brightest bunch no. there. No, no, no. Um, definitely but a I crack mean, team. Is anyone in San Diego? You know? <laughs> yeah. And then you, you mm. go there, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Those are like where all the popular hot chicks go. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't think it's known for being. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're known to be critical thinkers yeah. in San Diego. Anyway, they handed Bruh, the, somebody here has committed a crime, brah. It's too much sun. Yeah. Uh, they handed the investigation over to the FBI, saying they believe the family mm. fled the country. It wasn't mm. more until three years after. So this is like after 2010, the family disappeared. 2013, there was a break in the case. A motorcyclist who was on a dirt bike in the Mojave uh, stumbled upon parts of a human skull, yeah. just like in the middle of this desert. Uh, they unearthed two shallow graves. One contained the uh, remains of Joseph McStay. And Joey Jr., his son. No. Uh, the second had the remains of Summer McStay, the wife, and Gianni. Um, and Was there a prize inside? <laughs> well, a rusty sledgehammer. Oh. So maybe that's, that's, a, yeah, that's kind of a prize. Something. Uh, Joseph McStay's skull was shattered. Oh. His wife sustained a blow to the jaw, which apparently killed her. Oof. It just amazes me that this dude killed them all with a sledgehammer. That's fucking... That's yeah. gnarly. Yeah. It's also kind of like... Such an unwieldy instrument. Like, yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, yeah like I'm like amazed even, that this dude like full mm, on Paul Bunyan these people. Mm. Um, both boys mm. were killed because they could have identified the attacker, had skull fractures, just smashed their skulls in with a sledgehammer. Uh, prosecutors said Merritt here was motivated by greed and self-interest mm. in a case uh, that they acknowledged was built on circumstantial evidence. And so days before the disappearance, Joseph McStay accused Merritt who uh, was a welder who helped build custom water fountains for the McStay's company of owing him thousands of dollars. Mm. Uh, Prosecutors said that Merritt then forged checks to himself from McStay's QuickBooks account and tried to erase the paper trail. Um, But this is the one thing that that kind of amazes me. When being questioned by detectives, Merritt continually referred to McStay in the past tense. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, the dude disappeared. The detectives were interrogating mm. this guy as a suspect because they found some kind of, like, you know, financial mm. embezzlement taking place here. Mm. And he just kept saying, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Mm. He was a great guy. Mm. And detectives were like, well, this is curious. Isn't mm. that just, like, a common, like, mistake? Yes. I mean, it's, like, such a... Well, it's the thing that it's a gotcha thing. They yeah, totally. To yeah. Um, but the way to get out of that is to just say, well, I'm from the future. <laughs> so yeah, you could have done that. All of you are dead to me, you know? Well, they asked him, like, are you the last mm. person to see Joseph McStay alive? He goes, oh, I'm definitely the last person he saw. And another, <laughs> another investigator was like, why do you keep referring to him in the past tense? And mm. he said, oh, I did, didn't I? I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> it's like, what? Or, you know, should he say, like, mm. because I murdered him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, insert some maniacal laughter or something. Mm. I, I mean... I, it's just such a gotcha thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed that this dude fell for it. Um, for several days after the family's disappearance, they said Merritt's phone went dark for hours at a time. Uh, the shadow of a truck consistent with the one driven by Merritt, probably with the dead bodies in the back, uh, was captured on a home security camera in the McStay's neighborhood. 
and Merritt's cell phone records showed that his phone was in the vicinity of the desert gravesite two days after the disappearance. Mm. So that's the evidence that was able to convict that's him. That's why you got to like not bring your phone to the fucking gravesite. <laughs> I mean, they can fucking track yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have records for that. Yeah. Just leave your phone at home. That's yeah, an alibi right there. Yeah, yeah. You're going right. to murder someone, leave your phone That's at home. Right. That's damn straight. Oh, God. This guy, yeah. he's just like, uh, mm. but he's like worse than a Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah. Ah, just Real idiot. Dumb. Real stupid. So now his defense team is argue, arguing that Merritt was wrongfully accused in a case based entirely on motive. Yeah, mm. His attorney is like, they've spun a lot of tales to you. They've given you half-truths. Mm. So don't believe any of this. Like he's, They're basically saying that there's no actual evidence. A defense attorney is pointing to another one of McStay's associates who's, who they claim siphoned money from his accounts after he went missing. So I don't know who McStay was choosing as a business partner, mm. but like, yeah, he should have like maybe vetted them a little bit better. Here's what you do if you need an alibi when you've committed a murder, right? You uh, find a, a good friend of yours, a very, very, very good friend who's probably not too scrupulous, all right? You create a soundboard of things you say in phone calls. Hmm. Like things that could be said you know, in response to like anything somebody says in a phone call, just right? any generic question. Yeah, like, oh, so hey, you'll have like you'll have like thirty responses or something, right? And then while you're committing the crime, you have your friend at your house with your phone call like two at least two people with the soundboard. Ooh, with a soundboard, yeah. you could just kind of be like, so that oh, way hey, they'll triangulate doing? that your phone is there, and then also there's a call with you on it talking to someone. And there's a, a yeah. witness there. Boom. It says like, oh yeah, I was having a conversation with him. Boom. That's Done a good deal. idea. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The so, phone can be like a very well, useful tool these, for yeah. an alibi. Full of this stuff. But it also can be detrimental if you're <laughs> if you're stupid about it. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It's like they can track everywhere about it. I mean, they can track exactly what you're doing at any time. And those records aren't purged. Right. You know, it's like I can go back to, I mean, AT&T can go back to like 2008 and know what I was doing exactly on this day. Oh, at this sure. Time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so totally. yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you mm. gotta be intelligent if you're gonna try to get away with a murder here. Damn straight. Um, yeah. Joseph McStay's father actually uh, made a book called McStay's Taken Too Soon, A True Story. <laughs> and uh, he actually had an online fundraiser to pay for trips to California for the trial for the family. Jesus. But he said that, uh, that he's been living in a fog for nine years up until this moment. And Joseph McStay's mother, who's actually in the crowd, um, turned to the woman uh, next to her when, when the trial was all done, and she just got up and said, it's over. I mean, I don't know. I mean, nine, I could see that. Years, I could man. see just like, you know, if I had a child and they died, I'd either die myself or I'd be in a fog for years. That's what would happen. What I would do right. is I'd go full on revenge mode. Would you yeah, want to try to... Oh, like, yeah, I'd do that too. I mean, why not? That's it's like, too, especially yeah. if you knew... Like, I was thinking about this. I mean, this. I'd also be fucked up, but yeah totally like if if mm. somebody like raped and murdered your daughter yeah would you almost want to like be like uh what's it vince vaughn in that one movie remember we went cell assault on cell block 13 would you just go in there and just like i'm gonna kill him yeah, yeah. i don't even care because that's yes. the only thing i have to live for at this yeah point. I, I would you know would. why not well if he was in prison i don't think i'd go to prison to kill him but you if could probably some hire reason, someone in prison but, to kill yeah, him. yeah i would but I'd if he got off i would yeah i'd murder him yeah I'd murder I'd, him and then I think I'd kill myself. That's what well, I'd do. Well, what I would do, I wouldn't kill what myself. What else do you do? Well, yeah. I'd make a soundboard. Yeah. And then I would have, have a conversation with a couple friends. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what do you have here for the second story? 
Well, the pervert with vegetable fetish who killed his partner bisexually, assaulting her with a carrot, faces life in prison in Romania. It's a Hank Williams Sr. song. That's right. That's great. Yeah, you like that one? Yeah, it's catchy. It's a good one. Uh, (laughs) A 55-year-old man is facing life in prison in Romania. For allegedly sexually assaulting his partner with a carrot grown in the back garden. I thought that's a courtship ritual in Romania. No, I think that's a, a stake through the heart. Oh, okay. That's right, their that's courtship a, ritual. I'm fixing that up. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta kill a vampire to marry my daughter. Yeah. Callan Laurentiu, I don't know how you say that, said he was undertaking a sex act with his 59 year old partner and the vegetable. <laughs> Is it because they don't have Adam Did and Eve? Did the vegetable give consent? What? Is it because they don't have Adam and Eve in Romania that he used to carry? I think it might be. Yeah. 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 Uh, at their home in Dambovita County, southern Romania, when she fell unconscious. Wow. Yeah. The, the carrot caused her to fall unconscious, huh? Well, you... This bra- wasn't... This brace wasn't, yourself. This is not going to be good. This anybody. wasn't a baby carrot. No, it's not. Okay. You somebody told me recently that baby corn actually is baby corn. It is? Yeah. Because I thought for years people were like, you know what, baby corn is, an, is a totally different vegetable. It just looks like small corn. And somebody was like, did you know that baby corn actually is small corn? It is small corn. It's a baby corn. This is what a random person said to me. I, don't, I haven't I'm- verified it. Yeah, I think I would want to. I think I want to research this. <laughs> I would. Ver- <laughs> Do you yeah. trust this random? Per- well, why were you even having a discussion about this? I was. It was like somebody from work, and we had to drive oh, okay. to a meeting together. And she's like, "Man, said this to me." She's like, "Do you know baby corn is?" And I had to, you know, be like, "All right, sure." That's weird. You know, yeah. it's very weird. So, I guess you really got to struggle to make conversation. What's it? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Were you just like sitting there grimacing in the seat and she's just like, I'm just going to throw out some non sequitur to try to interact with this person. No, I would have been, I'd been saying stuff. You know? What What about Chinese corn? You know those little Chinese corns? That's what baby corn that's is. That's a baby corn? That's baby corn. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And that's, well, that's what, when people say baby corn, that's what they mean. Oh, I, I thought, think she's wrong. I think, I, I'm pretty sure I think sure that's she's a different wrong. vegetable. I'm fairly certain she's. I wrong. think someone on the YouTube page here should confirm that for us. Yeah, yeah. They said Burger says never trust a food that comes on a cob. That comes on a cob. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, the woman who has not been named first agreed, but then asked him to stop. It has been reported. So at first she was just like. Yeah. You want to put that carrot in my ass? Yeah. All right, that sounds cool. Because here's the thing about carrots. They're firmer than dicks and most dildos. And they're pointed, too. There's like yeah, a pointy I mean, end. I would hope you would break the end off like a cigar, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, you know? he might have just like right over the Oof. ground. Do you think he washed it off first? Hopefully. Well, no, because here's what's happening. Oh. All right. She is said to have died of sepsis. Ooh. When her body responded to an infection caused by the vegetable piercing her colon. Wow, he perforated her yes. bowels with a carrot. So that's one thing, too, I don't Ooh, understand. Jesus Christ. You know, 
I would be willing to wager this isn't the first vegetable she's had in her ass. I mean, if that's this whole guy's whole thing, then sure, yeah. You know, it sounds Probably. like this guy is yeah. into vegetables. But, like, you'd think he would know the deal. You well, know? you don't just ram it in there. Yeah, I mean, what Like, the you gotta fuck? go slow. Yeah, I'm surprised. I wonder if she's done, like, a broccoli or anything. Or I bet you, I bet broccoli you, would be difficult. Yeah, but I bet you, you work your way up to eggplant. I bet you eggplant's like that's probably the pinnacle. You should never get to that point. An eggplant. If you, if you get to that point, something has gone wrong in there, your life. You have, that's uh, my opinion. I mean, maybe I'm a prude. All right. But. You know, the most ardent sick and wrong fans out there might mm. remember this, but this was like I think episode fifty. Mm. We interviewed a prostitute on the show. Mm. She's a friend of mine who actually now like it's crazy. This prostitute who was pimped out by the time she was like 14 and was a prostitute in Oakland. Some crazy stories. She now put herself through school in, in England and she's like a psychiatrist or something in Spain. Isn't that crazy? Uh, but anyway, um, I forget what, we, what her name was on the, on the show, but she had a client that she would go to that uh, was really into meth. And he would, he would tell her and every, every time she came over, um, she would go stop at a Safeway, which mm. is like Ralph's, and she'd pick up cucumbers, and he just had a whole list of vegetables, and she'd pick up a bunch of cucumbers, go to his house, um, put lube on it, and then cover it in meth, mm. and just jam it up his ass. Mm. She said he fit an eggplant in there. An eggplant? An eggplant. Wow. She, well, it's not a huge eggplant, but she said she did an eggplant, she did zucchini, she had cucumbers. That's pretty good. Didn't mention carrots, though. Mm. But that, the thing is, they use lube. And I'm sure she didn't Cucumbers just shove it in there. Cucumbers are the way to go. All right. Yeah, coated in, my, in meth. Yes, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Laurentiu, who is reported to have a vegetable fetish, you think? Yeah. <laughs> has been accused of rape and murder. During the alleged assault, Laurentiu's partner first allowed the carrot to be used, but after a short while, asked her partner to stop. He refused, claiming he was too drunk. Too drunk to, to stop yeah. fucking you with okay, a vegetable. Okay, come on. Nobody's that drunk. She's like screaming in pain mm. and you're shoving this carrot up her ass. Because you, like, you're never too drunk to stop doing something. You know, I, no. right? I mean, you know, the, the other thing too, I think there's boundaries to be established. Unless it's for being, like stop laying on the couch. You know, um, they, you might be too drunk too to drunk stop to, laying to stop on the couch, yeah. but most things you're not too drunk to stop. But that's what I'm saying with like boundaries of being good, giving a game. I think when it gets to food items being shoved in your orifices, I think you can still, I, I think you should draw the line there. I don't know. I like, have you ever had a girl, have you ever done that food with a, no. with a, with a girlfriend? No. I, I just, I'm not into that. I mean, I don't understand why it would be like, well, why don't we just use the dildo that was crafted or a butt for this purpose or something you know? exactly that's yeah. shaped for this purpose right. like why a vegetable from yeah. your garden yeah it's because this guy's got a fetish I mean I'd, I guess I'd do it but I'd use great care yeah you know and I'd lube it up and I'd be like hey there's probably like weird bugs in there that you can't <laughs> even see you know like let's not why are we doing that would you why eat, are we doing would this would you eat the carrot afterwards I mean I've done worse you know <laughs> I've really done worse so sure my God. So, bip, 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 Yeah, uh, he refused claiming he was too drunk, but later realized she was unconscious, it was reported. The man called for an ambulance, but quickly realized his partner was dead. Hmm. 
Speaking about what Death happened, by carrot. he said, After it occurred to me that she died, I dressed her nicely in pajamas. <laughs> Not. Paja- bananas and pajamas. Put her in pajamas after yeah. she died. Because she was, what, naked with a carrot hanging out of her ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he puts her in pajamas. Yeah. What a nice guy. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Nice. I called for an ambulance initially, but then I realized it was no longer worth it. (laughs) I hurt her, but I didn't torture her with carrots. She told me to leave her alone at some point, but I went on. So apparently Romanian vegetable fetishes sound just like Borat. Yes. I didn't know that, but... That's close enough. Close enough. (laughs) I've actually been to Romania, but I... I don't fucking remember. Did the, you attend the, the running of the Jews? That's that's Kazakhstan. <laughs> that's Kazakhstan. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I I attended the running of the gypsies though. Running of the Jew. Oh yeah. yeah. The Roma. There was, there was like a. Uh, they had some kind of. There was actually one time where they had like a gypsy f- like festival, but it was like they literally nailed everything in the town down. Like wow. they chained every like a bench. <laughs> the gypsies are coming it. to town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything that could be stolen, they just... There's you know. some racial profiling <laughs> yeah. going on there. Yeah, because they're trying to like be, you know, like, oh, gypsies, I guess they could track tourists and whatever. Let's not murder them <laughs> and drag, you know, their bodies from the backs of trucks. But we're not going to let them steal our city benches. You know? <laughs> I, asked, I have a coworker who's Romanian. She's actually yeah. in Romania now. Yeah. And I asked her, I was like, do they have a lot of Jews in Romania? She's mm-hmm. like, uh, we have gypsies. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't know if that's an answer to the question. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, they did. I, I think they, they did. They no won't more. Play. Yeah, no. They got, I mean, even like, yeah, I mean, even like, you know, you go to Budapest, you go to Prague, there's like one synagogue and there's like three Jews who work yeah, there. And that's they're like, still there. You know, that's about and, it. And they're still there and that's it. You know, yeah. so. Because why would you, you know what I mean? <laughs> why would you go back there? I, I mean, it it's, hasn't even been a hundred years yet. Nah. You don't know what's going to happen. I, I mean, now they still there. got all this shit going on over Especially there. Hungary. Yeah. Isn't like Hungary like become like a white I'm even uncomfortable state? here now with what's happening. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, forget Scary. it. Come on. Anyway. Um, I didn't torture her with carrots. That's right. Yeah. I'm sorry about her. I, I didn't mean to kill her. I loved her and she loved me. I'll confess everything to the police and to the lawyer. So that's what he said. He's going to, yeah, he's yeah. going to be put away for a while. Yeah, that's right. They're going to drive a stake right through his heart. Do they still do like guillotine there? I don't know. Probably. Although apparently that's actually the like most humane, humane way to, way go, to execute somebody. Know. Yeah. So we should still do it. I I've think. always been a big fan of the yeah. firing squad. Firing squad is great. I think that'd be great. It's good. You got six yeah. people, one yeah. person. You don't even I mean, know I if you have you the bullet. No, sometimes people get shot like fucking twenty times and they live. Yeah, but I know? thought I thought it's like you have marksmen and one person has a bullet in the gun. They don't even know who has the bullet in the gun. No, one person has a blank. Oh, one person has a blank. I thought yeah. one person had the bullet and everyone no. else had blanks. Because if one person had the bullet, even if you know, you know they could miss the heart and the person lives, you don't know. Right, you guess, but these guys so, are trained. Um, still, they could slightly miss the heart. It's a, it's a, you know. Yeah, that would suck. We don't need dead. Do you shot. die instantly? Then you need dead shot at every fucking execution. <laughs> right? Do you die instantly even getting shot through the heart? Yeah, if, if a bullet pierces your heart, you die instantly. Much. Yeah, I think no so. pain. I don't know. No. 
Isn't that a Bon Jovi song? <laughs> yes. <should> ask him. <laughs> yeah, You Die Instantly No Pain by Bon Jovi. You know, the other day mm. I went to uh, Umami mm. Burger yeah. over in Hollywood. Yeah. They have John Bon Jovi's son made his own Bon Jovi burger. Dude, you don't even know. Before that <laughs> the happened. What the fuck is that? Um, Jaden Smith had a burger there. Will Smith's kid had a yeah. burger at Umami. Jaden Smith, I don't know if you've ever, you follow him on Twitter like I do. He's wacky. He's fucking bananas. I bet you he'd fuck a woman with a carrot. He would fuck a homeless person with a carrot. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. <laughs> he is a wacky yeah. dude. Isn't he like non-gender binary queer or something? I don't know what he is. Something. I mean, again, you know, you don't Who like knows? sports. <laughs> <laughs> You're genderqueer. That's it. It's just happening. Man, now. I had so, no idea I'm a gender that's queer. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> reports state the woman's death was caused by a colon perforation, Ooh, yep. which led to sepsis after the perforation became infected, because of course it did. Yeah, but that, that happened so quickly. Is that, is does sepsis kill you just like that? I mean... It can, you know. Maybe that's how we if should. If it's like like MRSA, you know what I mean, and that's it seems like a great like how you how do you how do you heal from that? You yeah, know but maybe I mean? that's how Jesus. we should execute inmates. Depends on what they did. Some <laughs> <laughs> real Dep- bad. Depends on the crime. You know, carrot like in the anus. Ed Kemper, sure. Yeah. Say, <laughs> go ahead. Carrot right go up nuts. the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by a Romanian man. <laughs> <By> a, <laughs> yeah. a guy that looks like so, Borat. Uh, caused by the body's response to an infection, sepsis can lead to multiple organ failure and death. Mm. So, yeah. Man. I mean, I honestly have no idea how I've never gotten that. Just because, like... All the things you put in your ass? Well, I've, like, shot up with puddle water, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Seems like a great... You yeah, know. good way to catch. I don't know. Like, I or at can't. least like flesh-eating bacteria. I don't know how you didn't get that. Yeah, I'm pretty mm. involved. So anyway, um, uh, Carmelia Mate, a spokeswoman for the local prosecutor's office, told reporters, a criminal case was filed for rape and murder. According to our preliminary investigation, it seems that the woman's death was due to sexual assault. Sexual assault with a carrot. Laurentiu reportedly faces spending the rest of his life in prison if he is found guilty. I wonder what other inmates would think about that. Like, do you think they're like, wow, you know, you're a rapist or, you know, we're going to hate you? Or do you think they're like, you killed someone with a carrot? High five. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that, I don't I don't know. Know how that works. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, mm. wow. Yeah. Mm. Death by carrot. Uh, people send your story, Podcast at uh, gmail.com. We have some phone calls come up next. Great, amazing, tremendous phone calls. <laughs> um, 323-522-4032. We got a lovely number. letter. We, we got get, a, a lovely get, letter from oh, somebody, yeah. Oh, nice. It's, yeah. Always, it's always comforting. Anyway, Moon. before we get to our phone calls, uh, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Lugaric's disease got pretty bad, let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com, 
and coupon code Diddle D I D D L E. I am now a new man. Thanks. So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people you can call the Sigurong hotline at 323-522-4032. Remember to try to keep it under three minutes, and I'll get here on the show. Um, this first call, this is kind of like a sexually charged show for you. Not only do you get to listen to Allison Mack, mm. you know, talking about making women submit to her. Now, mm. uh, remember Asa, that, that chick from Sweden oh, that has yes. a huge crush? She's so cute. she calls in here yeah. with an erotically charged phone call. You're going to be into this. My Lord. All yeah, right. You might have to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's Asa. Parental guidance is advised. Dear Sick and Wrong, Father Harrison, Father G, I'm asking you for your forgiveness. The I have sinned. Last night, I molested my boyfriend while he was sleeping. I knew it was wrong, but the dick tempted me, and I could not resist. I'm sorry, I'm deeply ashamed, and I beg of you, give me your forgiveness, save me from hell, please. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, that was pretty I got cool. this, I don't know, question maybe? Are you into that whole religious sex thing? Not really, but I mean, like I do for find playing. I no, but I do find the sound of Gregorian monks pleasing, <laughs> especially if it's part of Enya. No, wait, not Enya. Enigma. No, Enigma. Yeah, yeah. Sadness, <gasps> part one. Do, 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 do. do you uh, do you, do you watch that show mm. Fleabag? No, I've never seen it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. Mm. But apparently, there's a scene where she like gets it on with a priest in mm. this like confessional, and she's then, cute though. Eh, I'm not too into her. No, um, but no. she uh, she gets it on with this priest in this like confessional booth, and like yep. everybody, it, I guess everybody started searching Pornhub for religious porn. So I wonder if that's what inspired Asa to do that. Wait a minute, she she had sex with the pri- I mean, that's happened Con- in shows. Kind before. of, it's like he yeah. comes out and he makes her kneel, and mm. next thing you know, they're like kind of going at it, but then mm. something happens that stops them from actually having sex, and they realize. Oh. They're wasted and like drink a lot, and then something happened. But everyone's like, "Oh, sexy priest!" And they're having all these priest fantasies. Oh, so well. Anyway, there you go. All right, uh, let's eh, continue eh. with this. Yeah. Was it was it right or was it wrong of me? So uh, we are moving to another country, and it's fucking stressful. So I can't sleep. Where was this brought again? Like Sweden Finland or some shit. Sweden, I thought. That was Finland. Maybe Finland. Something. One of those, Norway, Sweden, Norway, Finland. Yeah, one of those like same. Scandinavian countries. Yeah, frost giants, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Beautiful women there. Mm-hmm. At night. So I was laying awake, trying to get some sleep, and I just couldn't. So my boyfriend was next to me sleeping, and I thought, oh, maybe I will lay closer to him. And- I've had bitches fuck me while I was asleep. While you were asleep? Yeah. Have you ever fallen asleep while fucking a girl? Oh, yeah. 
I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. nodded off? Yes. I think it's funny because I remember that. Actually, the only time I've ever... No, not the I've only time. I've done one that's wasted. I, one of the times I had public sex, I also did that. You fell asleep yeah. while you're yeah. in public while you're having sex with yes. someone? But it was like the falling asleep where you're like... It doesn't affect anything really. Like you fall asleep and you're still doing the thing you're doing. You're just like... Like you're still going you, through the you motions? You kind of go in and out of consciousness, you know? Hmm. Now I when I did it, it was I, I passed out yeah. on top of the girl and she mm. said I was snoring and she was like hitting me like what are you doing I'm like uh where am I <laughs> I've done that yeah because it would be like I haven't slept in two days or yeah. something so I just fall asleep while you know yeah it's not good in uh the crunch what's that word delictus uh delictus yeah <laughs> Wait, I the flagrante delicto. I, do, 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 do. I think yeah, that's what it is. Flagrante, Fla flagrante de something. Yeah, flagrante delicto. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, you know, yeah. I've actually had it too where it's like in the middle of the night, my girlfriend just like, start playing with my dick and then mm. it's like you just get hard mm. and then it's like, all right. And yes. then she just gets on you. Yeah. That's that happened happen. and that's also happened while I was totally unconscious the whole time. You've been, you weren't even awake? No, I didn't wake up. She's just like, I fucked you while you were asleep. I, I've done that before, mm. too, where it's like, mm. I've been completely sleeping, don't even have any recollection yeah. of the sex act. And yeah. I've just had full-on sex with a girl. Yep. Yeah. That's the thing. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I can be hard to wake up, so, you know. I'm listening to his calm breathing, and that will calm me down, and I will fall asleep. Uh, it didn't work, so I was like, oh, maybe I just hug him a little bit. Maybe that will make me feel better. So I did. <laughs> and when I hugged him, I kind of felt this, you know, hard dick. And I was like, maybe, maybe sex would help. Yeah, that, maybe that will do the trick. Mm. So I was Violated thinking for a while, should I or should I not? It's not particularly nice to, to wake someone up in the middle of the night. And with a sexual activity. I wonder where they're moving to. Yeah, I don't know. It's because uh, before I was like, well, I don't know if I feel like going to what Finland or something. You know? but, <laughs> you know, yeah, I wonder I was, if she like moves to like Holland or something. It's a little more accessible. It is, yeah. Kind of rapey. And I was like, that's one of these things that like women can get away with, but yeah well you that's the I mean? thing it doesn't work the other way. It doesn't really work like, the other I, way. Like if my girlfriend was sleeping yeah, and I just yeah. started like rubbing her you know nether regions i think yeah. she'd she'd be pissed i think yeah, she'd be yeah. like what the fuck are you doing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe then after that yeah. she might have sex but probably right. not yeah <laughs> it's kind of like that i've had girlfriends that like i feel like respected me less because i didn't like do horrible things to them <laughs> <laughs> i've only had a couple like that yeah yeah <laughs> that actually would fantasize about getting violated like that but it's yeah. kind of the same thing with uh masturbation mm. like if I walked into a room, my girlfriend mm. sitting there masturbating, I'd be like, sweet. Yeah. I watch it. But if she walked in and saw me masturbating, mm. she'd be like, Ugh, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, gross. That's pretty, yeah. Yeah, that's very sure. common. It's a double yeah. standard. Same yeah. thing with sleep rape. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool if the girl does it. For a second, <laughs> I really thought you said sleeper ape. <laughs> sleeper ape. <laughs> Which, I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. Yeah. I want one. <laughs> This Christmas just please. helps you go to sleep. Yeah. It's just an ape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it works. Or like it's like a sleeper agent, but it's an ape. It's just like you you make a phone call and it starts attacking motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, at the zoo.
like, mm, weighing the pros and the cons, thinking that my boyfriend is a perfect fuck, so he probably would like it if he woke up. Look, sweetheart, we've already moved on to sleeper apes. Yeah, so. we're, doing, we're in the yeah. sleeper ape territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on. You, know, you raping me mm. while I'm sleeping, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Me sucking his dick. So I did. I finally did it. So I decided, fuck it, I will just do it. So I sucked his dick and then we had sex. And I think he's fine with it. He seemed fine. My question to you, was I right or was I wrong doing this? Have I molested my boyfriend? Is it me and Bill Cosby? <laughs> Am I a horrible person? Please help. <laughs> okay. Keep it safe, keep it wrong. Now this Bye. calls making me angry, kind of. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know, I'm a little jealous, some actually. Some cutesy, you know, like, come on. Like some cute girl, like, yeah, sucking yeah. your dick in the middle of the night. <laughs> Is it, you know, come on, lady. <laughs> of you, course it's you know, not horrible. What do you What yeah. do you expect us to say? Yeah, I mean, come on. Although, uh, but there is a definite double standard. Oh, there's totally though. double standard. Yeah, because if I you just know. started, like, mm-hmm. eating out my significant other mm-hmm. while she was, like, deeply mm. sleeping i don't think she'd be happy mm. but yeah like i i mean don't all guys get boners when they're sleeping yeah uh, yeah yeah it's common yeah. that's when you're hit mm. rem sleep so if mm. like a girl started like giving me head while i'm sleeping that's what mm. i woke up to yeah i'd love that so i don't think you're horrible at all no I think you're fulfilling a need yeah it's fine you yeah. know what i mean um, don't be so coy about it. About it. Come on. <laughs> don't be so coquettish. At first, yeah, at first it was very <laughs> hot, and then it started to get like, come on. <laughs> I still think it's kind of hot. It is. Anyway, yeah. um, Asa, please call in with more stories like and that. And tell us where you're yeah. moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us a little maybe more details I'll, maybe about I will that. Maybe will go. Uh, next story it. we have here, mm. um, I'm not sure this is very hot. But remember that guy that called in about having like that sexual mishap at the festival? I think we called him Simon. I do remember Simon. Yeah, so yeah. Simon here is calling in with another incident. So here's Simon. Because he was on uh, the Inbetweeners or whatever. Okay, yeah. all right. The, which was the first one? Is this the, is this the no, it's part two, uh, one? No, it's two. Simon uh, fucks a weird chick. It's part one. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, it's... Simon, I guess that festival guy. It's really good that you called me Simon because it's my, it's my dad's name, and also the in between is isn't like fu- I fucking hate that show. I'm sorry, dude. It's just like the worst show in my eyes. I'm sorry. Do you remember Misfits? Uh, you know, I never really got into that one. But I do remember it's kind of like English X Men, right? Yeah, it was. I got real stupid after like the second season or something, but it was fun. It had its moment. You know, you know uh, my girlfriend was at mm. the Dark Phoenix premiere. Right, and she ended up hanging out with that dude, the dude that could like that got everybody's powers. Remember that one guy in that? Not really. Yeah, there's one guy who mm. like was had everybody's powers, okay. just a hodgepodge yeah. of powers. Okay, but mm. she like ended up hanging out with that dude and like a bunch of people, two other people from that show. Right, and she was like, they were cool. Yeah, that was an alright show. I haven't mm. seen it in a while. Yeah, it was it was fun. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I've got another story for you, I guess. It's another sexually related one. I, I uh, another one about fucking weird women. Um, weird so, women. I'd say a year ago. Teach me your weirding ways. <laughs> I was single, and uh, I'm I'm basically a chef. I work a lot, so I don't really. 
you know, get to meet chicks a lot. So basically one day, it's amazingly. You know, if I could do it over again, yeah. I, I wish I was a chef. Really? I've always, I've always kind of like been enamored with that. Like just the idea of being a chef and you work in a kitchen, you make yeah. food and you get to bang all the hostesses and the yeah. waitresses. Because think about it, it's like a never non-stop revolving thing of just like waitresses that are there during college. I guess college. so, I, guess I never really thought and, about you that know, way. I remember uh, an ex of mine where I just was, thought about it like a way where you're just standing for tw 10 hours and it's really hot. It, it's hot, but I mean, I it's fulfilling because you, okay. you could look, you could be mm. tattooed. I could have a yeah. fucking, I could have fucking face tattoos right. in the kitchen. They don't give a shit. You and, know, until like I was 30, when people would talk about sous chefs, I thought they meant like a Native American chef. <laughs> you know what sous chefs No, because I'm that much of a savage. I don't, you Jesus know. Jesus Christ, you feel We didn't have them where I come from. I don't know. Um, yeah. but, but the thing is, like, this girl I dated, she mm. was a hostess at Bouchon. It's like uh, Thomas Keller is a famous chef, and it's like one yeah. of his restaurants, bistros or whatever. And uh, we went to like a couple parties with those people. <sighs> Fucking chefs are crazy. Mm, I mean, yeah, they yeah. would have like eight balls of blow mm. and just partying. And like they'd party with all oh, the yeah. waitresses. Yeah. I remember this one guy, he was a chef that also mm. like fucking full sleeve tat neck tattoos and shit. Mm. And I was talking to him and he was telling me all the waitresses mm. that he banged, including my girlfriend. I mean, I've known a number <laughs> of people who are like, you know, um, worked in restaurants and then like got sober and had to stop working to stop in restaurants because yeah. yeah, it's like, it's hard. I don't know. I've always been yeah. envious of that, though. Yeah. Beautiful girl, Eastern European girl, starts messaging me on. Look, you still end up hanging yourself from a hotel room. Oh yeah, right? it's, it's inevitable. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, she's a big fan of food, you know, and I like I like to cook a lot. And uh, so wait, this Eastern European girl started messaging him, mm -hmm. DMing him on, on Instagram. Okay. Because I guess she saw that he's a chef and she must be into chefs. Sure. Lots of women are into chefs. <laughs> All right. She starts talking about food and stuff and it's great. You know, we have that connection. She, and then it starts to get onto sexual stuff and it's like, holy shit, why does this girl have any interest in me? I was amazed by it. I, I had no idea, you know, I'm not, you know, Smart. really good looking guy, I okay. guess. <laughs> Because I don't know, I whenever somebody like messages me on Facebook or like a woman that's like attractive and from another country, I'm just like, you're, I don't know what, like, I don't know what they hope to accomplish, but they're not real people. Well, that's a, that's what most I think. Time, yeah. Most of the time I think it's like Borat. Because usually like, like <laughs> and then like they'll message me and then like four days later, their account will be deleted or yeah, whatever. It's, you know? it's not, I, yeah. you know, I get those so, messages too. And yeah, it's yeah. like. Because cause you're not friends with them, so they, no, they ask you if you like want to, and you look yeah. at it, and it's like some weird, like a bunch mm. of consonants in the yeah. name. Mm. You're like, this is fake. Like, I don't know, like a, I'd say a seven, six or a seven, high, a low seven. Um, so I was, I just couldn't really figure out why Thanks, this girl Trump. was into me. Yeah, this guy is anyway, so Anyway, we, we eventually hang out, and it's great you know we fuck, like i just had no idea why she was into me but it was amazing we had great sex and she was wait didn't she live in kazakhstan or something or she's... Well, i don't know maybe she's an east european okay. chick who lives right. in london or whatever right. but if you ever do that where you bang a chick out of your league it happens every yeah. now and then yeah, yeah i've had yeah yeah wait, i'm always kind of mm. like i don't even understand why but mm. hey i'll go with this <laughs> you don't understand why yeah I never, I never, I never understood. It's like, why is this girl? Maybe she thinks I'm cooler than I actually am, but she's way more attractive than I am.
It's because American society hates women and therefore they have uh, lower self-esteem. That's probably what it is. That is what it is. So there you go. Good to ha- cool to hang out with and seem pretty laid back. It was going really well for like three weeks, and then I come into the into the bedroom, and she's sitting on this seat crying, and I'm like, "Are you are you all right? What's wrong? What's going on?" She's like, "She's like, I'm sorry. I just need to I tell you I I have used you, and I I need to be honest with you." I was like, "I can't, what what do you what are you talking about?" And basically. She she was she said to me she's only interested in me for for the cooking aspect, and I was like fair enough Big some deal. chicks are into mm-hmm. that, and then she said that it, it, she basically has only dated cooks and what I want you to cook me. <laughs> <laughs> Would you make me? I want you to cut off my leg and cook it and serve it to me. <laughs> I want to be a part yeah. of a BLT. Yeah. <laughs> that are quite open guys you know sexually which I guess I am and uh, she basically starts crying and saying that she started going out with me and used me but what she really wanted was for me to either take a piece of her body and cook it for her get the fuck out of town get out of here Why that's it that's you it. predicted that I'm quitting the show <laughs> I quit the show. All right. Wow. This is bullshit. Yeah, we don't what even... What was the other thing this guy called about last time he called? The festival we had okay, sex with him. Right. Yeah. I'm starting to disbelieve this guy now. <laughs> right? Come on. Come on, dude. Yeah, this sounds a little hard to believe. A little yeah, far-fetched. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Amazing six-course meal. Or full-on, like, kill her. And bury her body, or not bury her body. Like that guy in Germany. Slowly eat her body over time, and possibly feed it to other people and enjoy it in really nice meals. Um, Simon, what were your influences in uh, creating this phone call, coming up with the idea for this? <laughs> well, uh, I thought uh, you know uh, it was uh, that guy in Germany and uh, three episodes of Hannibal. Of Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. And the movie Hannibal, where he eats, mm. uh, what's his name's brains? <laughs> Ray Liotta's brains. Ray Liotta's brains. And I, I saw, I've totally refused, and it was, that was it. Never talked to her again. I feel like if you ate really Ray Liotta's brains, you'd get pretty drunk. Oh, yeah, that guy, yeah. He's, a, he's a fucking yeah. lush. Mm. I still have her on Instagram, see her every now and then. She's still dating chefs and churning through chefs like <laughs> no one's business. But anyway, boys, I hope that was all right. It's- Slightly over three minutes. Who gives a fuck? Keep it blick. Keep it schmickerblong, boys. Love you guys. Whatever that Sorry, means. I'm a bit drunk. Bye. Do you believe this? Do you no. believe that story no, at all? Not. I want to see a picture. Yeah. Send us sickandwrongpodcast@gmail.com. I want yeah. a picture and yeah. maybe a screenshot. Yeah. Of like some discourse that occurred yeah. here because I find this one really hard to believe. I don't know. I mean, mm. <laughs> it was so predictable, too. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm looking for the right <laughs> man who can add just the right spices to my leg. <laughs> I've always to... wanted to be bread yeah. pudding. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah right. <laughs>
I only date the world's best chef. What is this? A fucking, you know? Uh, uh, I don't know. But did you ever put a carrot in her ass? That's what I want to know. Right. That's what I want to know. Mm. You're a chef. You probably have a lot of carrots. Yeah. Anyway, he calls back with a part two here about, I don't even understand this call. Mm. All right. Sorry, this is a follow-up phone call. I forgot to talk about the incognito making adverts for you guys thing. When I mean incognito, I mean I was doing it under the radar and sending it anonymously, obviously. Um, but I'll give you guys a clue. <laughs> I love to get hand jobs from my nanny. Um, I'm, when I mean my nanny, I mean my maid. Um, when I mean my maid, I mean my deceased wife. Um, bye, guys. Wait a second. Now I know what he's referring to. He's the guy that did the voice of Stephen Hawking of that Adam and Eve ad. See, I feel like there have been like four people who called in who claimed to be the guy who did when that. When he say he made adverts for the show, he's doing Adam oh, and Eve ads. Oh, I see. You know yeah. what? If you're going to do mm. it, make us a Patreon ad because mm. yeah, I need a new yeah, one. Yeah, I couldn't be fucked yeah. to make another one. Yeah, yeah. I like that one that I made though, but yeah, make us another Patreon ad. That goes mm. for anybody out there. If you want to yeah. make Patreon ads or, or right. Adam and Eve ads, we appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, but please do Patreon. You know, we, yeah, have, yeah. we have a lot of Adam Yeah, and we only ads. have two Patreon ads that yeah, we keep playing. I thought we have one. No, we really? two. I have really? two. I alternate. Oh, yeah. Mm. But they're but they sound the same, mm. more mm. or less. Same, uh, yeah. same, same copy. Mm. Anyway, uh, thanks for that though. I do like that ad a lot. Mm. Uh, finally, finally here we have a, a call from uh, good old Schlitzy here oh, talking yeah. about anal sex. The old fella. Sega how? Sega how? Oh, oh, sorry, I forgot. I called the wrong number. But while I got you. It's Heil Harrison, dude. Yeah, Come on, Heil, huh? get, get on board. Fucking so, I've certainly had many a thing up my ass. I've been pegged and and uh, you know stuff like that. Um, and and it doesn't hurt. It just certainly is a odd feeling. It can't hurt. Um, so I uh, haven't put my dick in many. I haven't done much anal. Um, so the lady that I'm with, I I decide, you know, she's never done it before. And I'm like, oh, cool. I want to fucking take that. You know, I want to take that anal V card. Mm. I want to pop that brown cherry. So I do. Isn't V card actually the thing in like Outlook when you get like a contact? Isn't that? Is that called a V card? I feel like it is. I don't know. I feel like it actually is a called v that. V card. I feel like and you that's make like a contact in the Outlook? file. Yeah, the like VCF files that are like the contact files. I don't Outlook. know. I, I, I've saved yeah. those before. I, I hate Outlook so much. That's the worst. Oh my god! Why do they use it? You have to. <sighs> Couple times, and I gotta say, I'm not into it. You know, like the first time, uh, I pull out and I go to the bathroom to wash my dick because I want to, you know, keep fucking I don't want to give her some infection, so I'm washing my dick and I got shit on the tip of my dick. Like, not, you know, a lot, but like a little shit stain on top yeah, of my dick and I got to actually, like, scrub it to make it, you know, clear. Yeah. And, uh, sorry, that's the goddamn GPS. To clean it off. <laughs> and, um, you know, so I fucking, I'm just not into it. So I, I get some condoms and, and I do some of that, but also, like, you get fucking shit juice on your dick. Shit I'm just juice. not into it. Doesn't uh, turn me on. I think pussy's better. Alright. Fucking Kyle Harrison. Thank you. <laughs> shit juice on your dick. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, of course pussy's better. It's made for that thing. That's the thing it's that's, made for to 
born to do. That's why right? I don't like, I don't mind tossing a salad if it's yeah. clean down there, actually. I find that kind of sexy. Yeah. But anal sex, yeah. not a huge fan of because, yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to be jamming your dick in and out of your anus. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What people don't do because people don't know because people are ignorant. You got to fucking enema that shit out ahead of you time. You do. Yeah, you, you do. That's, that's you what gay dudes do. Because yeah. they're used to it. Yeah. That's what, you know, that's what so, porn stars do. Yeah. Is you enema that shit. But what I'm saying is like, you got to go so slow and gingerly when you yeah, have yeah. anal sex so you yeah. don't rupture something. Yeah. Whereas like when you're fucking a girl's pussy, mm. you could just fucking go as hard as you want. Yeah, they actually yeah, yeah. encourage that because sure. they want that to happen. Right. So for yeah. me, it's just, I don't know. I don't think it's yeah. as much fun. Right. Tighter hole, I suppose. But yeah, it's Yeah, but it's like only one little yeah gripping ringlet action you, you know what i mean just, i mean it's not like the entire thing is gripping it's like one little one little yeah ring piece it's a, yeah. i don't think it's as much fun and plus like, i'm also concerned yeah. too hey mm. yeah the yeah. shit there might be shit in there yeah uh but b it's like i don't want to like fucking rupture her colon yeah. or whatever it's cause some kind of the only times tearing. i've ever done it is when it's been asked for by the woman yeah that's usually and that is kind of hot because if they ask for it well, then they really yeah, fucking yeah. like it you know what I mean I've that's had a couple girlfriends that that's their yeah, thing yeah, yeah. or they do a bit, yeah. a bit of blow and it's like yeah. put some blow in my ass and yeah. fuck me in my ass yeah, yeah. I've had that yeah. a few times but I don't know I think some girls get really into it and other girls are just not mm. I had one girl that just all she wanted was me to stick my dick in her ass and mm. then she'd Hitachi herself and that's how she got off mm. like she'd Hitachi while the dick was in her ass I and mean you, I've had a girl I've did a girl was like it was like I think she was so desensitized that like when I was having sex with her, she not only had to use the Hitachi, the shit was like a fucking, it was like it's a fucking power sander. <laughs> it was like a fucking industrial. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. 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 and it would take her like a half an hour. Yeah, yeah. That's... And I'd have to just like go like, ah, like for like you know, while she's just like, ah, like forever. This girl would, I'm talking about, so I would long. just sit there with my dick yeah. in her ass, just like yeah. la la la, and yeah, she's yeah. just like, ah, yeah, yeah. like I'm almost there, I'm almost there, and it's just like it's been twenty fucking minutes mm. already. Because after a while, you just kind of sit there because it's like the vibration. You can't feel anything either. Yeah, yeah. The vibration you're numb. Your fucking like, dick's numb. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like uh, sitting there. I think know? that that's the thing with the Hitachi. It does get girls off. But once they get used to it, it's... I, yeah, yeah it I think you get a tolerance to it. Desensitizes everything Yeah, 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 yeah It's a thing. It really does. So. I don't know. Mm. Anal sex, though. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. Shit's kind of an occupational hazard. Mm. Like, you gotta... That's something you gotta deal with every now and then. Yeah. So if you're gonna go down there... Yeah, it's Brown Town, baby. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm surprised. You think Schlitzy would be into that? But who knows? <laughs> anyway, uh, people call Sticker on Hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. We did get one email. I was going to mention here from uh, a good friend of mine, John. Uh, actually, one of the first listeners I ever met uh, was Sticker Wrong, like God, thirteen years ago. Um, John wrote in and he said, uh, uh, in reference to last week's show, he says, "You did it again. Fuck episode six ninety leading off with that mm-mm song. And then you and Harrison start goofing on it throughout the show, planting a brain worm for the rest of the afternoon. I kept hearing that fucking crash test dummy song the rest of the day. But you know what's funny about that? So I started off mm. the intro of that guy talking about that song. Yeah. He said that band made so much money off that song, it was completely successful, mm. that he didn't actually even have to worry about music after, like, oh, sure. albums. I believe that. Because that could happen. He said that could happen in the early 90s. Yeah, couldn't happen anymore. 80s, not anymore. He's like, yeah, it's I all mean, different even now. In like, yeah, I mean, especially, like, 
probably even less so in the 90s than it was in like the, the 60s. 60s like yeah. the Mungo Jerry. The Mungo Jerry right? in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. One hit. Boom, that's all forever. you need. That's and it. Mansion. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like if you had one single that was popular, then that means you sold millions of millions fucking 45s of or whatever. And this you know? guy, that so boom. Yeah. song for yeah. some fucked up reason, I don't mm. even know why, mm. seemed to hit a nerve and people liked it. Right, and he's the one who probably wrote the lyrics, so he got all most yeah, of the publishing. Yeah, got all the money yeah. from it. Well, so John writes, you know, along the divide of half the people who hated that song and those who liked it, I was on the like side. I like the, the whole wrong album. side of history. <laughs> he goes, I like the whole album, mm. but I'll admit it, it's one of the dorkiest records in rock history. <laughs> and so on the way back from work, I played it, which I hadn't done in years, right. and I found that it actually still sounds good. I mean, <laughs> the material hasn't aged well, but the sound of the record, its mix and production, is really clean. And everything balances well. He says, the, here's the weird part. It was produced by Jerry Harrison of the Talking Heads, which I'm surprised. You know, which is interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Talking Heads fan. But hey, who knows? I mean, we were talking about this. Like, no one knows who that guy is anyway. Yeah. So it's not that big. But I mean, Burn was, you know, come on. Um, he goes, uh, you know who else Jerry Harrison produced? Live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes another band you guys the are making fun of. The angel opens its eyes. <laughs> he goes, and I gotta agree. Yeah. I gotta agree with you both. Live suck. I lumped them in with those other '90s bands like Pearl Jam, Matchbox yeah. Twenty, and the Black Crows. Mm. Those bands could play, but the mouthful of shit uh. vocals just killed it for me. Mm. But then he 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 mm -hmm. says here it's all relative. Some of those '90s bands '90s bands suck, but the '80s was was the nadir of pop music. Madonna, Journey, Sticks, Michael Bolton, Billy Joel, Elton John, Ario, Speedwagon, Def Leppard. Honestly, Ranger. all that shit. Is, I enjoy most of that shit better than the '90s yeah, garbage. I kind of hated like yeah. Matchbox Twenty. All that shit was and terrible. It was so bad. Live. Like honestly. I I'm not a Journey fan, but if you play it, I can listen to it and I can whatever. I'd rather you listen know? to Ario Speedwagon yeah. than fucking live. Any goddamn day of the week. Brother. Billy Joel, I have a hard time. I'd rather with. listen to Madonna than, than fucking than live. Yeah, live. same yeah, with me. Absolutely. I'd rather, yeah. Any day of the week. Or Sticks. Jesus I'm not a big fan of Sticks Christ. either, but fucking yeah. God, live and Ugh. Crash Test Dummies and Spin Doctors, all that You're fucking You're fired, bullshit. whoever you are, writing it to us. <laughs> You're done. Anyway, town. thank you, John, there yeah. for... Uh, for the input uh people best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron like seriously we we do appreciate it we're actually uh planning on doing some big ad campaigns and uh and so yeah the money actually will be very useful for that yeah. so patreon.com slash sick and wrong and we got it man because our listenership Woo, yeah, now we're trying going, to we're trying to build it we're trying to compete with some good. of those successful podcasts yeah yeah, yeah. um so find some new listeners so we got this whole campaign strategy so that's where we need your help but we're not asking you just to donate i mean you can donate if you want we have a mm. paypal donation button on the main page but we're not asking for donate you sign up for patreon we give you something in return we do uh one extra story this week we did a story about a guy who who was raping inflatable pool rafts in Florida. Yeah. It was quite hilarious, obviously. Mm. And we also do a bunch of other phone calls. I, and I even did a, a recent Fistful of Steel with some pretty funny outtakes. So if you just go to Patreon.com And also I'll fuck your wrong, bare feet. Exactly. You yeah. can get Harrison will fuck your bare feet. That's right. Um, if you go to Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong, <laughs> sign up today. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, mm. help, help keep the show going. I won't. I hate feet. Finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. This is a weird one. It's uh, an artist named Momus did a song called Wendy Carlos from his album that came out in 99 called The Little Red Songbook. Oh, that's but, why you were telling me about this earlier. Yeah, a little bit of background. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Why is he telling me about I, this? You know, I just kind of, you know how like sometimes when you're in the internet and you just come yeah, across yeah. some weird shit, like mm. weird music? 
and you're just in that wormhole just on YouTube. I was like, what is this? And then who's Wendy Carlos? Well, Wendy Carlos was actually born Walter Carlos. She's, she's an American musician, composer, known for like being a pioneer in electronic music. Like She even helped develop the Moog. But she became, came to prominence in the 1968. It's called the Moog. Is it the Moog? I think so. Moog's in, uh, yeah. I always call it the Moog, but it's mm-hmm. probably the Moog. Um, she came to prominence in 68 when she had an album called Switched on Bach, which is an album of music by Johann Sebastian Bach performed on a Moog synthesi- synthesizer. And I Wait guess, a minute. It's, it's not Bach... Oh, wait. Okay. All right. Sorry. I thought yeah, you meant Sebastian Bach. No, no. Not Skid Row. It's Johann. like that, classical that's music. That's what I thought you meant because you said performed by Johann Sebastian Bach. But I thought, I thought you... Never mind. I'm drunk. <laughs> by Bach. Okay. Anyway, yeah. she won three Grammy Awards from that. And then she went on to compose uh, the score for Clockwork Orange, The Shining, and also Tron, the original Tron. Mm. And... Uh, she, the, but the reason she's famous is because in 70, well, that's why she's famous, but she's also known because in 1979, she became one of the first public figures to actually go through gender reassignment surgery. So in 79, Walter Carlos became Wendy Carlos. Mm. Now let's go forward to 1999 when uh, Momus was putting out this album. He did a song called Wendy Carlos, mm. which he wrote a song uh, which postulated that post-sexual reassignment surgery, Wendy could mm. travel back mm. in time and marry her pre-surgery self, Walter. And I guess that pissed off Wendy Carlos so much that she sued him hmm. for like $2 million yeah. and forced him to remove the song from uh, subsequent editions of the CD hmm. and paid the $30,000 in legal fees. Yeah. So yeah, so he had to like take the song off. Anyway, hmm. I found it on YouTube. <clears throat> We're going to end the show with it. Uh, here's uh, Mo Miss with a song called Wendy Carlos that was removed from his album. Hmm. I don't know why she'd be so pissed off about it. It's kind of a funny song. It's a weird one. Uh, people will be back at, next week with episode 692. Until then, take it sleazy.
Yeah, I have a problem. I've been molesting my neighbor's German Shepherd. 